Okay. So, hi. You're listening to the Creative Cocktail Podcast. I'm your host, Reka, and this is episode number one. So, I imagine that this would be maybe the intro. This is how it worked in my head. So these are notes to my friend who's going to cut all this up. And so this is going to get cut out, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> um, I imagine that maybe that's an intro. And then I just say, well, actually, maybe secretly was hoping he would say, welcome to the Creative Cocktail Podcast. Welcome to the Creative Cocktail Podcast. A mix of three-part design. A mix of three-part design. Two-part brand clarity. Two-part brand clarity. With a dash of mental health. With a dash of mental serving health. Serving the worldly passionpreneurs. Serving the worldly passionpreneurs. Maybe this is under some sort of music intro or there's just a little differentiation in the voice. So I would say, hi, you're listening to the Creative Cocktail Podcast. I'm Reka, your host, and this is episode number one. Then we cut, kind of describe the podcast, maybe the fun music, clinging, whatever sounds, you know, glass sounds. And then it would cut back to, hi, so welcome to the first episode. I'm Reka, I own Paper Reka, where I brand badass female passion printers. And I will be the host for most of the episodes, unless I have guests or something kind of strange or weird happens so I'm just trying to leave room for the unknown and um, we'll see where all of this will take us so it's been my dream to do a podcast for a really really long time and um, didn't really know how to get started and so I allowed myself to sit in this really strange space of indecision slash fooling myself that I was really kind of working on the podcast. And that probably took up a whole entire year. And so I thought to actually start the podcast, it may be very fascinating and interesting to start with a topic called the imposter syndrome or imposter complex. If you do not know, the imposter syndrome or imposter complex this inability, it's your inability to believe that your um, success, your own success is a result of your efforts and talents. And it's a fear, you have this fear that you're going to be found out as a fraud or that you're somehow duping people into thinking that you're good at what you're doing when in fact you're not. So... Second thing I was saying, I was kind of sitting in indecision. This was sort of this back story playing in my head that who would listen to the podcast anyway? And what am I going to say that's interesting? And all kinds of fears and crazy things. And then I would say to friends and they would say, yeah, that sounds really fascinating. You should totally do it. I would listen to the podcast. And so then I could sit with this non-existent review from a non-existent listener, but kind of feel like I was moving the podcast forward, which really I wasn't, right? Like you can see, um, that wasn't really any kind of action I took to make it happen. So I was sitting in this indecision. Yeah, it could be this, it could be that. Um, but as long as I don't make the decision, I don't have to kind of own this space. And so uh, what had happened was I set some goals for this year, for this quarter actually. And, um, one of them was to launch the podcast and 
It almost felt like a really silly... I've been saying this for a long time, so I'm going to put it down. It should be a goal that I'm setting because I've been saying I would do the podcast, right? And um, so I decided to create action steps around the goal. And one of them was to um, have a conversation with a friend who's helping me edit the podcast. We'll not name names. Maybe one day we'll name names. Um, And to kind of talk about what I would need technically, to get set up. And then I set an action step to create a logo, which, believe it or not, I actually started almost a year ago. And then I set an action step to actually set a time to record it. So when I talk about imposter syndrome or complex... Actually, I don't know why it's called a syndrome. If it's a syndrome, uh, it should be in the DSM, that manual for psychologists. So it's not actually any kind of disease that anybody has. So I think complex is a little more appropriate to use, but you will see it interchangeably on the internet. But this imposter complex kind of was creeping in, right? right? Like not really getting my work done, not really taking the action steps. So what I wanted to offer today is explain to you how me actually making the podcast was me overcoming the issue of imposter complex. And it's not that I'm not nervous to be here and record. And um, it's not to say that I slept very well last night. um, And I didn't think at all about the podcast because I was and I didn't sleep well. So what I want to offer is to tell you that the fact that I set the goal to launch the podcast and I created the action steps, just a few really small, simple things to start talking about it, maybe see what the technical requirements are. In those steps, I found um, actually that I was able to move the needle forward. So... One of the weeks I decided by Friday, I have to have the logo done. So Wednesday, I would need to show the logo to my friend. And to be honest, I didn't open the file until Wednesday from a year ago and looked at it and thought, okay, just start making it a little more cohesive, clean up a couple of things, share. And the actual feedback was very positive, like almost little to no changes. So it was kind of... um, silly to sit on it for a year, honestly, and not move forward. But me not moving forward was proving to myself that I have imposter complex, right? So watch what kind of stories you can create by thinking that you have this complex or you have this thing happening when in reality, it's really just a thought. It's really just a story that you're creating. So in showing my friend the logo, I ended up finishing the logo by the end of the week. I send it out in the newsletter as kind of a teaser. So that's kind of commitment to your audience um, that it is a thing that you're doing. Um, In these tiny moments and conversations, I was basically able to make it happen, honestly. And so my point of this episode or recording this episode or talking about this this thought or story that you could be creating about things that you do in your life. And you don't have to be, I'm saying this podcast is for creative people. If you're listening and you're not a designer, I don't think it's really 
that important. I think you can have imposter complex or think that you have imposter complex regardless, right? But the point I'm trying to make is that maybe it's a thought or a story that you took on for a certain reason, like fear of failure, for sure. Definitely a lot of things that I do is like, or or don't do really, is uh, fear of failure. So the point I'm trying to make here is that it is possible for you to see this as a thought and a story. And so if you can do that, then you can go a step deeper and say, I'm deciding to to keep this thought because it serves me or to drop it. So I want to offer that you could keep this thought and see if it serves you or you could let it go. And the beauty of deciding is that you become friends with these thought processes and stories in your brain that are just that, just just little thoughts coming and going, and they don't have to mean anything more than, okay, it's a thought that entered my brain, and it's not something that's going to rule the future of my career or creative process or me launching a podcast, because if I look to debunk the complex, right, if we say um, this inability to believe that my success is a result of my efforts and skills. I have designed skills and I put forth effort in designing my logo, creating content that you guys are going to hear, and putting effort forth to um, actually set up a recording time and sit down and do the work. So I'm already capable of seeing that it's not true that the efforts are not my own success. Does that make sense? Like it, it, there's a difference in just sitting in that indecision and thought process like, oh yeah, just all this fear and all these thoughts are coming up and I'm just not going to do anything and I'm unable to move the needle forward versus saying the success has to be the result of my effort and skills because these are the steps I have taken. So one of the things I started to do this year, uh, which I used to do for a long time and then I kind of um, stopped for a minute last year, is record... Just in a sticky note, I literally buy it in Target, this lined, larger sticky pad, and write down things I do in the week. So I don't make it fancy. It's not this crazy journal that you have to commit like four to five hours a day to fill all the fills, right? It's a really simple task of just one thing that I do in the week gets put down there. So that email that you sent to the client to fire them, that podcast logo that you sent off to your friend, like whatever those small little steps are. It's really neat at the end of the week to see your progress. So that helps you prove your point that all this effort was actually really happening, right? Like it's actually proving to your brain that you're not crazy, you're not not doing the work, you're absolutely doing the work and um, moving the needle forward. So that's one thing that has helped me overcome this. And um, the other thing is that attributing your success to luck or um, thinking that you're faking it and people will find out that you're a fraud is, again, a thought that you can keep or not keep. And if you want to keep it, guys, like you keep... You keep that. You want to sit with that thing? Like, totally cool. I'm not saying 
you have to all of a sudden clean up all of these thoughts, right? Like, but maybe one at a time, you can kind of try them on, see if it really serves you or not serve you. But my point today is twofold. It is deciding that this is just a thought and you can keep it or chuck it. And the other is that you can create a list or library of actions, efforts that you take over time, that when you look back, you don't have to rely on your brain and believing all of those thoughts that may be stories, but you can actually look at your piece of paper and think, oh yeah, I fucking did all that work. Like, there's no way I'm a fraud because I have shown up and taken the baby steps. So that's what I want to offer for today. Two things. And uh, see if you want to try them on. And let me know how it goes. So my intention of the podcast is to create a platform that serves as information or inspiration for fellow entrepreneurs about thought work and anti-hustling and kind of creating this fulfilling life. So today's anecdote or just how even I got started with the process, I hope shows you that we're all kind of affected by similar thought patterns and stories and maybe maybe you don't quite struggle with this exact thing, but maybe there's another little anecdote or particular piece of information that will be helpful to you. But my hope is to take you to a deeper level and find an interesting angle to maybe something that is not letting you fulfill your creative endeavors. And again, like you don't have to be a designer, but if you're in this space of passionpreneurship, as I like to call it, in this space of creating, you're probably coming up against a lot of these fears and thoughts and thought processes. So if you enjoyed today's podcast, you'll probably hear a lot more content like this. If you just listened because you're a friend and you thought this was weird, this is what the podcast will be. So thanks for listening, but <laughs> maybe you're not the ideal target audience. But if you did enjoy it, we'll have anecdotes and stories and interviews like this. And I hope you feel like it serves you well for the future and made, maybe this week and maybe gives you a tip or some sort of angle that you have not thought about before. So if that's the case, keep listening and I'll be back next time. Bye. Thanks for listening all the way through. Would you mind subscribing to the podcast or leaving a review? It helps us greatly to grow the podcast. Oh, and if you have any questions, concerns, or a note for Reka, please visit Paper Reka, that's the word paper, and R-E-K-A, together, 
paperreka.com for more information. And thanks.